Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. My name is Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned business growth strategist, helping entrepreneurs around the world to make six and seven figure leaps in their business. Each week, we bring you multiple episodes designed to help you go further faster in accomplishing your goals and dreams. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to be here today with Craig Cody. Welcome to the show, Craig. Oh, Kelly, thank you for having me. Excellent. I'm super excited that you could be here today. Just so that everyone knows a little bit about Craig, he is a certified tax coach and CPA. He's also the best-selling author of Secrets of a Tax-Free Life. Craig has seen many people make the same costly mistakes over and over again, and he's really uh, going to be focused today on helping us all to not make those same mistakes. Um, so, Craig has, you know, a very different area of specialty than maybe the typical accountant that you know of, and it's all about tax savings, which is why I am thrilled to have you on the show today. Craig, welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, let's get right down to business. First of all, um, let's give everybody um, the the two-minute pitch on why is it so critical to understand Um, tax savings and to have a strategy around planning in your business to impact the amount of taxes that you pay? I think it's important because most of us, especially uh, small business owners, we work very, very hard. Okay. So I think it's important for us to um, also work hard to keep as much of that as, um, as legally possible. Okay. So the Warren Buffetts of the world, they have huge teams to do that for them. The small business owner really only has himself and their CPA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I would love to hear what are some of the what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see entrepreneurs and small business owners and heck, you know, even you know em- employees making when it comes to taxes. Uh, I would say probably the biggest mistake we see is the wrong entity choice. I've okay, heard that you know, a lot. So, so talk to me about that, Craig. Like, how does that impact things for people? Because I don't think people put much thought into it. And in fact, I think most of the time people select the entity that they're in before they're even really in business and they don't have any clue what the implications are of the entity that they're choosing. Yes. Uh, you know, most, most often, um, you know, people go to their attorney before they start a business and the t- attorney is typically looking at it from, a, you know, a legal liability protection and they may choose a certain entity based on that state's laws. Um, and a lot of times we'll see an LLC or an S-Corp or a corporation, uh, sometimes sole proprietorship. Um, but they're not really looking at, okay, what is the actual tax implication of forming this type of an entity? Mm-hmm. So what are some of the implications? Like, talk to us a little bit about that, Craig. Okay. So let, let's just say you're an LLC and you're making money. Every dollar that you're, of your net profit is subject to self-employment tax, which is about 15.3% on about the first $120,000. Okay. So um, maybe the best choice is not uh, an LLC. Maybe the best choice is, is a corporation or an S corporation. So, you know, you really need to, you know, not only have the lawyer involved, but um, your, your CPA or your accountant involved. And it's important, you know, to have a CPA that I say is proactive. And, you know, I'll often ask somebody, when was the last time your CPA said, hey, here's an idea I think will save you some money? 
and I typically get that glazed over look, okay, because most CPAs and accountants are very good at what they do, but they're typically reactive and they're typically putting the right numbers in the right box, which is great, whereas somebody that does what I do, we're proactive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it's very different because after the fact, you're just reflecting on a piece of paper what was already done versus the proactive planning. You can make choices and make decisions that provide a specific outcome, right? Correct. One is recording history and we like to make history. Okay. I love that. Perfect. So what are some of the things that, you know, entrepreneurs need to really be thinking about when it comes to planning appropriately for taxes and, and making the right decisions? Because I think there's like, several different things at play here, right? So like on one hand, obviously, you want to write off as much as you can so that um, it brings down your taxable income. But on the other hand, if you write off too much, then when you want to go to get a loan, or you want to go to expand the business, or you need to, you know, uh, present your your P&L for sale or whatever the case, you know, that can have a really negative impact. So can you kind of walk us through both of those things and where kind of the, you know, the happy medium is like, what does that look like? Well, uh, I mean, you have to be cognizant of the fact that, you know, people buy homes, they want to buy investments, um, they're making money. Um, so you always have to realize that, you know, you know, I need to be able to show income, okay? You know, because if you have no income, you have no expenses. And how many of us have no expenses? We all have expenses. So this isn't about ha showing no income. It's just about taking the deductions that you're legally allowed to take. Okay, and if you're an LLC, every dollar you of your net income is subject to self-employment tax, which is 15.3% on the first $120,000. Okay, whereas in an S corporation, you need to take a reasonable salary. Okay, but by taking a reasonable salary, you may save 15% on $40,000. That's $6,000 that you get to keep, mm -hmm. and you're doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. And and what percentage do you think that it's important of the the overall business for people to be taking on paper as like a salary, like for the purposes, like I said, of, you know, business expansion, future sale. And I know a lot of people listening are probably like, hey, I'm not even there yet. I'm not thinking about that. But I had a client literally just a week ago um, that had a, a bad business deal go down. Um, he had been writing everything off, you know, under the business, um, had a lot of changes to his finance happen practically overnight because of, you know, something that happened. Um, and, you know, then he, he couldn't show the income that he needed to from the business. And it really created a, a potentially very bad situation for him. So what is the balance there? What percentage should people be thinking about? And, and I think the key thing here, why I wanted you on the show, Craig, is to get people thinking about this from day one, not waiting until something happens and you need your taxes to be the right way and they're not. Right. And, 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 you know, it's all about doing it the correct way. Okay. And when we do a tax plan for somebody, not only do we give them a binder that, you know, has every idea that we're talking about in a tax code and shows that shows them exactly that they are allowed to do that, but we give them like a three page cover letter. But, you know, everybody needs to make money. You have to have profit because you have personal expenses that you have to pay. Okay. So, the the difference is somebody in an LLC can have $150,000 of net profit and pay tax on that, or somebody in this corporation can have you know $100,000 worth of salary and 50000 in profit. So as far as the bank is concerned, that's typically the same way, but one may pay more tax than another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And what would be the reason that a small business would want to stay as like an LLC, for example, versus an S Corp? You know, there's a lot of different things that come into play. You know, what are the businesses they have? What type of business it is? Is it real estate? Um, there's a lot of different things that go into making that count that you know decision, and that's why it's important that you have your attorney and your accountant or CPA you know working together when you do that. Got it. Okay. So, what would you say, Craig, are some of the biggest areas where people are really leaving money on the table when it comes to when it comes to taxes? Um, you know, I mean, you have somebody that's working out of their home and they're not taking a home office deduction because somebody said that, you know, that's the IRS looks at that. Okay. You know, um, the law says you can take a home office deduction. Okay. If you have an area in your home that is only used for you to work on your business, you know, say you do all your administrative stuff in that room. Okay. There are certain deductions you're allowed to have. And they're legitimate deductions, okay? Mm -hmm. It may not be a big number, okay? But a lot of little numbers add up, okay? Um, then we have, sometimes you have partners and shareholders, you know, one person has the car and the other person has, you know, a different type of car and how do you even it up, okay? We use it, what we call an accountability plan and we, you know, this way, one, one person may spend more on one thing, but the other person spends more on the other. And this way we were able to equalize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. All right. No, that, that makes sense. So kind of walk through, let's, let's give our listeners kind of somewhat of a, a step-by-step uh, set of homework that they can go back and take a look at that could help them uncover some of the maybe tax mistakes that they're making or the pitfalls that they've been falling into and kind of what to do about them. Can we, can we do that? Yeah, I mean, listen, I always say, you know, you're running a business, you make your money running that business, okay? You should not really be doing, you know, you know, you should not be your accountant and your CPA doing your taxes if you're out there selling mm -hmm. stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. Do what you're good at, okay? That's where you, you get the best bang for your dollar and hire somebody that you can communicate with and go through and make sure you're doing all these things. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think that, um, you know, one of the most important things that I do every month in my business is, is wait for my reports to come in, go through my P&L, really dig into the income, the expenses, you know, where money came from, where it went. Um, and, you know, you use that to make decisions every month. And, and that's part of, you know, being a, a good business owner. Um, let's talk a little bit, Craig, about the tax planning process, because I know that one of the things that can get you into a lot of trouble as a business owner is, you know, not putting that money aside on a quarterly basis or not having the right mechanism in place to make sure you're planning um, for the taxes that are going to be due and then obviously getting behind and then that creates a, a whole big mess. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the biggest problem that you see people that are just starting out with having is they forget to put away enough money on the side to pay their taxes, whether it's monthly, quarterly or annually. Okay, and then all of a sudden they realize, oh, I made all this money, but I've spent it all. Okay, and now now they have a big problem. Okay, and you know usually panic sets in, um, and you know, so you, you should you know set aside a certain amount of money of you know percentage of what comes in for taxes, and that's a conversation you need to have with your accountant. Okay, mm -hmm. that's why you know. Communication is key. You need to be working with somebody that you can communicate with. Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. So, 
So let's just say you're a, a new business owner and you're starting out. You know, I would say, you know what, set aside 25% of the money that comes in, okay? And let's pay that in on a quarterly basis, okay? Worst case scenario, at the end of, at the, end of the year, you've either paid in too much or you have some extra money sitting in an account. Right. Okay. Right. And then you get to do what you want with that money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So tell me a little bit, Craig, how did you get into this business? Like what made you get so passionate about helping people to save money on their taxes? Oh, you know, um, this is a second career for me, so I'm, I'm very lucky. Um, and when I first uh, came into the public accounting field, I was very into estate planning because back then you can save, the, you know, the exemption was a million dollars a person and there were a lot of people with estate state tax problems and you could do some planning and save them a lot of money. Um, then I guess around 10 years ago the rules changed, the, the exemption number went up to about five million a person and I started looking at clients that we did estate plans for and we started to see wow they've actually saved a lot of income tax through this planning. So we took it a next, you know, a next step and um, I got involved with an organization that you know focuses on tax planning, went through a lot of training, continually go through a lot of training. Um, and now everything we do is focused around tax planning. So when we get introduced to a small business owner, the first thing we do is we look at their business returns, we look at their personal returns, and we see what they can be doing differently, what, what deductions they're missing. Okay, and we start out with a tax plan, which is a blueprint on how to operate their business from a, a tax standpoint. Perfect. No, that's that that all makes sense. So let's let's circle back for a second to your book, Secrets of a Tax-Free Life. Um, talk to me a little bit about the premise behind the book and what some of the big takeaways that people are going to get from it are going to be. Okay, it was an Amazon bestseller. I co-authored it with about nine other individuals that are all uh, members of a group that I'm part of. And uh, it was all about basically the surprising write-off strategies that most business owners miss. Okay, um, so, you know, my chapter was devoted to things you can do to pay your, your kids, your older kids, and use that money, the tax savings that you have there to use that to pay for, whether it's, you know, high school education, uh, summer camp, okay, or college. So if, you're, if your child is in the 15% bracket and you're in a 30% bracket, you have a 15% spread there. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yep. Great. And so what, they have to be like 14 to do that, right? Yeah. We, we typically like to use, you know, work with children that are, you know, older. Um, there's actually a court case where they use a, they've actually accepted a seven-year-old. But I, I like, you know, 13, 14 years old and you have to document everything. everything. It's important to document everything you do. Okay, because if it does get looked at, you want to be able to prove, yes, you know, he worked every Saturday for four hours and, you know, he stuffed envelopes for me or he did whatever he did. Okay. Um, and, you know, that 15 percent, you know, it might not sound like a lot of money, but $1,500 savings here and so on, it all adds up. Oh, so, yeah. And so, I mean, as the business grows, my God, that's, I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> and. And that's just one strategy. I mean, you know, I would say our average tax plan, you know, saves somewhere between fifteen and twenty thousand dollars a year in taxes. Mm -hmm. And you know, so that's you know, over five years, that's a hundred thousand dollars. What would you do with that money? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. So um, talk to me a little bit about what some of the things that business owners, I like to always start with the end in mind. I think it's super important to be thinking, you know, down the road. And so obviously, at the end of the day, you're going to end up selling your business, passing your business on or closing it down. Right. And so um, unless you have a, a child or a family member that's super invested in the business and, you know, wants to carry it forward, which sometimes we all assume that that's going to be the way it is. And many times it's not, you know, the ideal outcome is to be able to sell that business for multiples of uh, the revenue that you're doing each year. What are some of the things that people should be doing now um, to be thinking and planning and preparing for that end goal? Well, well, like you said before, you know, you know, when people are planning to buy a house, they have to make sure they have the income to show that, that they can afford a house. Okay, so if you're somebody, you know, that is, you know, operating in the underground economy, okay, and you try and sell that business to somebody, and you say, well, you know, this is my tax return, but this is really what I make. Okay, you know, most people aren't going to buy that business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so. Um, by doing it the correct way and having a plan, okay, um, everything is documented. You have systems that are in place to do the things you're doing, okay. You have you know tax returns and, and financials that are correct. And when somebody looks at it, they say, "Wow, this person's been doing everything right." Okay, everything is documented. Okay, this, this looks like a real business. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to be said for that. And I bring it up a lot on these calls because I think that so many entrepreneurs are in the early stages of building and growing their business. And, you know, they're just swimming as hard and as fast as they possibly can to, you know, get profitable and, and to make ends meet. But the truth of the matter is, is if you think every day about starting with the end in mind and you think of what the ultimate end result that you want down the road is, it will change so many things that you do today that you will grow faster. You will become more profitable. And I, I like what you said there, Craig, it's about, you know, kind of having the I's dot and T's crossed, I think, having the standard operating procedures in place, having the reporting be correct, you know, making sure that when someone looks at your P&L, and you know, your reporting that they can look at it and make an educated decision. You're not saying, oh, but this is what it really is. And then, you know, obviously, immediately, that's going to break the credibility and, and the trust and, you know, make the business much less attractive. Yes, uh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, good. What are some other, you know, write-off strategies or key strategies that, you know, you talk about in the book or some of your colleagues talk about in the book that you could think could benefit the listeners today? I think, you know, it's really the, the best thing um, for people to do is document everything, you know, if you to keep good books and records. Because when you keep good books and records, okay, all your expenses are documented, whereas when people try and go back and honestly try and recreate the books, okay, they miss things. They miss things that they've put on their credit card, okay? They miss things that they've paid for in cash, okay? Things that are legitimate business expenses, but they didn't write a check and maybe it didn't go through their business account, okay? So they're missing real deductions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, great, great. So there, there can be many different things. I mean, you know, um, there's, you know, for certain types of entities, there's something called a medical expense reimbursement plan. Okay. We see that a lot with realtors. Okay. And, you know, you know, a lot of realtors are women, 
with you know with with kids and kids need braces mm-hmm. okay so they can use a medical expense reimbursement plan as a way to pay for those braces with you know tax deductible dollars right right oh yeah super smart i like that see my daughter's two so i've i haven't gotten in the in the <laughs> rhythm with some of these things about them working for you and you know the medical expense account and all of that but these are awesome strategies and i know we have a lot of listeners that have been in business for a while that can put these things in place you know now for their for their kids that actually could be benefiting from them and, and using them and obviously it could bring a return for the business right away so that's awesome right right and, and then there's sometimes when things are just not reported in the most advantageous way for the business owner okay um, and they're doing it but it's not being correctly reported and sometimes you know um, it, you could be leaving a lot of dollars on the pay, on the table right Right. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. Good. Good. Well, this is super helpful, Craig. So, of course, we want everyone to head over and go to Amazon and grab a copy of your book, Tax-Free Life, right? Yes. It's Secrets to a Tax-Free Life. Secrets to a Tax-Free Life. Perfect. And they can also go to um, our website, which is um, craigcodyandcompany.com. And they could download a free top 10 business owner mistakes. Oh, I love it. Okay, that's great. Can you repeat that link one more time, Craig? And then, of course, we'll put it in show notes too. But just for those that want to go grab it now, can you say that one more time? It's craigcodyandcompany.com. All right. That is excellent, Craig. Thank you so much. So um, any parting words that you want to leave our business owners with uh, to think about today? I think you know, we all have to remember we, we need to be proactive when it comes to our tax planning. And if we're not making a lot of money today, we hopefully we'll be making a lot of money tomorrow. Okay. And we need to work hard, okay, and smart to keep as much of that as possible. I love that. Perfect. That is a perfect ending to this episode. So many helpful tips today and definitely hope listeners will absolutely download those top 10 tips and for sure head on over to Amazon and grab a copy of your book. So thank you, Craig, for being a great guest today and for everything that you shared with our listeners. Okay. And thank you very much for having me. You got it. So for everybody listening today, if you are ready to explode the profit and growth in your business, the Unstoppable Entrepreneur is the number one business acceleration coaching and training program available on the market today. Let us help you go from frustrated, overwhelmed, and exhausted to profitable, productive, and passionate about the results you're getting in your business. Visit kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash yes to learn more and get started today. I want to thank every for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.